everyone. I would like to welcome Ryan Gottfriedson, PhD, is a cutting-edge leadership development consultant, author, trainer, and researcher. Ryan is the Wall Street Journal and USA Today bestseller author of Success Mindset, the key to unlocking greater success in your life, work, and leadership. He is also a leadership professor at the Mihalo College of Business and Economics at California State University, Fullerton. Welcome. It's an honor to have you, Ryan. Hey, thanks for having me on. I've been looking forward to connecting. Oh, that's great. So do you want to like kind of tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, I'm happy to do so. And, and we were just connecting beforehand. This is the first show, right? It's the, absolutely the first show. And it's an honor to have you, Ryan. And I'm No, this is awesome. Forward. So, uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. And congratulations on uh, so getting much. where you are. Uh, it, it's mm -hmm. no small feat. And so I, it's really an yeah. honor to be with you. Oh, thank you so much, Ryan. So, the yeah, I mean, just to give a little bit of backstory is I, I'm kind of always been a go-getter, self-help junkie. But at the same time, I feel like most of my adult life, I feel like I've struggled to get to the success that I, that I kind of saw in my dreams. Yes. And, and so what I did is one of my paths to try to try to improve myself, but also improve my trajectory was I went and I got, I did a PhD at Indiana University where I studied organizational behavior and human resources, and I specialized in leadership. And mm -hmm. one of the things that I learned when I was doing my dissertation is that over the last 70 years, the primary focus for developing people and leaders has been on behaviors. In other words, what do we need to do to be effective? And I think that that's really great, um, and it's important information, but at the same time, I think it's a little bit short-sighted, because I think that leadership and entrepreneurial effectiveness is more than just doing certain things. It's about being a certain type of person because we all know people who seem to be doing the right things, but maybe for the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm. And so what, what really matters is what underlies the behaviors that we do. So for the last six or seven years, I've been trying to tap into this being element of leadership, of entrepreneurship and of success and everything's led me to mindsets. And so that's what led me to write my book, Success Mindsets. Wow, that's incredible. And that's my journey has been always based on belief and mindset. And it's not something that I actually, I read about, you know, it was just more about growing up. My dad, he was very visual. And, you know, he would always draw on papers in front of us saying, you know, this is where the entrance, we, we always wanted to open a, a sort of factory, a manufacturing uh -huh. plant. So he would just say employees were walking from here and the front door. So he would visually put it on paper in front of us all the time, especially me. I, I was the youngest. So I remember I would be sitting with him like for hours. He'd just be drawing these things. And from then it started coming in my, in, in my mind about mindset and how it plays a huge part of how your, your future will dictate, you know, like it's just the, the journey. Um, and that's why I was so excited to have you on is because I wanted to start with mindset with the show, right? Because it's so important. Yeah, I, I love that you feel that way because what I've learned, I mean, both from experience, like experience has taught us this, but even in terms of the science behind mindsets, our mindsets are truly the most foundational part of what we do. You see, mindsets have three specific jobs for us. 
So when we encounter a new situation, what's going on is our senses are sending all sorts of information to our prefrontal cortex, way more than process. And so our brain needs a mechanism to be able to filter this information down. And so that's the first job that our mindsets play is it filters in select information. Then the second job our mindsets plays is it interprets that information in unique ways. And then that, then the third job is it activates the different elements about ourselves, our personality, our skills, our values, our goals. It activates those to best meet the demands of that current situation. And so it's because of mindsets that two people can experience the same situation, let's just say failure, and respond to it very differently. Because one, if they have what we'll call a fixed mindset, they'll interpret mm-hmm. failure as a bad thing and try mm-hmm. to avoid it. Somebody okay. with a growth mindset, their mindset will cause them to interpret that as, hey, this might actually be a good thing because it's going to improve my learning and development. So yeah. depending upon our mindset, it shapes how we see the world, therefore how we think and how we behave. And so if we can, if we can improve our mindsets, naturally we'll improve how we think and how we behave and how successful we are. So it's like the glass half full or half empty, right? Kind of, kind of view of things. Yeah, I mean, I, we look at this COVID-19 situation and my guess you've seen it just like me is we've got some people that are saying the sky is falling and yeah. other people are saying, oh my goodness, what an incredible opportunity, yeah. right? And exactly, yes. So it's all how you see it is shapes how you navigate it. You can't sleep. Like at night, you're always trying to think, oh, I can't miss this boat. I can't miss, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it is bad, right? It's a bad situation, but but it depends. That's why mindset is so important, so critical even now, especially now, is because that people are, are feeling that depression. They're feeling, you know, they're like, I, I know a doctor friend of mine, they were saying that they're seeing a lot of patients coming in for, 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 for stress, right? So not coming in virtually, but it was more for, for stress-related stuff. So you can tell it's affecting people because they don't know what tomorrow is bringing. So it's so critical to kind of bring this message up. And that's why it's so important for, you know, for what you do, right? Because it kind of transforms how people think. And that's why, that's why it's so important. Yeah. In fact, I got an email this morning from, uh, I, I'm on this lady's email list and she's a pretty big name. I, I, I won't say who she is, but, yeah. I, and I really respect her stuff, but she, her email saying, here are my latest productivity tips to reduce stress. And don't get me wrong, I think productivity tips can be really good, but if underlying any of our behaviors is mindsets that are detrimental to us, those productivity tips may not even help. They won't work though, because your mindset is not complementing it. Exactly, and so I think you gotta start with mindsets first and then move to productivity tips, right? So. That, and you need to create that alignment because even if you have uh, one of the things that we're finding in research is that when people have a prevention mindset, which means that they're focusing on not losing, mm-hmm. then they're, they're vigilant. They just want to avoid problems. But then there's other people who are focused on winning. And so they're not concerned about problems. They're concerned about progress. So yeah, how is it? Yeah, so what we've got is we got some people who are, I'm going to call it comfort focused, and other people that are purpose focused because of their mindsets. Now, 
if you start to implement productivity tips, you're going to employ those differently. So if you're comfort focused, you're going to employ productivity tips to make you more comfortable. If you're purpose focused, you're going to implement productivity tips to make you more purposeful or make greater strides toward your destination. So that's why Mm -hmm. if you, if you focus just on that behavior level, these productivity tips, but the underlying mindsets, you, you may not be resolving what you're, what you're after. You're going at it, uh, the, I don't want to say incorrect, but it's just not the, the for the, for the situation is not the right way to go about it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, do you mind if I ask some questions as well? That, yeah. Yeah. Dive in. So what led you to focus on mindset? Yeah. So it, it was part of my journey because I, I recognized that I didn't necessarily have the best mindsets. So as I, as I advanced my study on leadership and trying to tap into this being element, I, I first started to study motives and then motives yes. led me to mindsets. And as I started to read studies on mindsets, I very quickly, I was awakened to the idea that I don't have the most positive mindsets. And, and that was such an eye-opening experience for me because until that time, I thought that how I saw the world was the best way to see the world. And, and I was looking through my own mental lenses thinking, oh, this is the best way to see the world. And I think most of us are that way because life has told us to see the world the way that we are currently seeing the world. But it may not be the best way to see the world. And so that's what I learned is I, I dove into the last 30 years of academic research on mindsets. And I identified that there's four different sets of mindsets that have been studied across psychology, education, management, and marketing. And for 30 plus years, they've been demonstrating how these mindsets drive, how we think, how we learn, and how we behave. And so what I've done is I've just kind of compiled these different sets of mindsets into one framework and try to employ it in a way that can help people awaken to their own mindsets. In fact, I've got a free personal mindset assessment that people could take on my website to help them oh, awaken to their mindsets. So I'll include it in the description, your website and everything. So if anybody wants to kind of click on it, they can to do that. Oh, I actually do it as well. I'll check it out. Yeah. Um, so there are different mindsets that you, that you developed. Yeah. That you have that you researched. Yeah. So, and they're not my good ideas. Uh, they're, they're really, I only focus on the sets where I know that there's research backing because I think that there's a lot of research stuff. based. Yeah. So there's a lot of, really good stuff on mindsets out there, but I think most of it is quite fluffy, right? To me, it just doesn't feel very tangible, something that I can hold on to. And so that's why I wanted to make sure that this framework was grounded in research. And when you do that, I think a couple of the benefits of that is one, it gives you a label of a mindset to focus on. So once you have a label and you understand the description behind that label, now this becomes tangible to us. So for example, we, you know, a fixed mindset means that we're, we don't believe that we could change our talents, abilities, and intelligence. A growth yeah. mindset is when we do believe that we could change our talents, abilities, and intelligence. So, so it's limited, limited mindset. and Yeah. So once you put labels on these mindsets, and understand them, then you can introspect about them. But if you don't have a label and if you don't have a description, this ethereal 
thing that's out there. And we generally think, oh yeah, uh, I've got good mindsets, but then they take my assessment and 95% of people have some work to do is what I'm finding. Oh, so it's good to find out. Yeah. And what, what are the, are they important for like personal organizational success, the mindset? Yeah, I, I mean, for me, definitely as I've shifted my mindsets, it's been incredible on a personal level. So I used to have a strong prevention mindset. So I had this comfort focused mindset. I even think that I became a professor because of this. So I saw being a professor as having great work-life balance, right? So I wouldn't yeah. have to bust my butt 70, 80 hours <laughs> a week and I can make decent money. And then yeah. I could enjoy doing it and, you know, stuff I enjoyed doing. But at the same time, as I got into my career as a professor, I just, I didn't feel like I was going anywhere. And, and that's when I started to do this mindset work. And what I realized is I've got this prevention mindset. And as I've shifted to a promotion mindset, that's when I decided, and I never thought I would do this, but I started up my own business. I started up my own consulting practice. I took on debt to do so, which is something that I was afraid of because I saw taking on debt is really risky. And then I started writing my book, which I never wow. would have written the book had I not shifted my mindsets. And, and, you know, quite frankly, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Yeah, exactly. It starts from mindset, right? Yeah. Yeah. So is, is there a specific mindset that you should focus on for organizational or personal? Or yeah. It depends on the person. Well, I think it's where your mindsets are. What I've learned is, and I've got this mindset assessment, as I mentioned, I've had about 10,000 people that have taken it. And then when I work with organizations, I'll have the leaders of the organizations take it. And then oftentimes I'll aggregate those results up to the collective level. And okay. so that we can very clearly see where are our strengths and our weaknesses around mindset. So that can happen in an individual or at an organizational level. And I think it just naturally makes sense to probably focus on the mindsets where we're, that are limiting us the most. Uh, that's probably, you know, that's, I, I think the, the low, low hanging fruit and then focusing there. And it, but you just got to have clarity on where is it that your mindsets may be hung up. So what I found is with these four different mindsets, they're sets and they, each set, there's a negative side and there's a positive side. And so our mindsets are going to fall somewhere along that continuum. And the mindset mm -hmm. assessment helps us identify where we're at. Mm -hmm. And what I found that I think is really interesting is I thought that the positive mindsets would be really correlated. Okay. So the four positive mindsets on, on, on the positive sides of these continuums are growth, open, promotion, and outward. And and I thought that if somebody was growth-minded, then of course they would be open, promotion, and outward. But what I've found is that there's not that much of a correlation. That somebody can have a growth mindset, but also be closed-minded. And, oh, really? and if you don't, it, it, you know, if we were to just look uh, at fixed and, and growth mindsets, which mm -hmm. is the most popular, I would say the most well-known set of mindsets, if we just look there and we find that we have a growth mindset, we're going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. But if we overlook these other mindsets, we may be negative in those, and those may be self-sabotaging the success that we're seeking. And so it's really important that, that we 
take this more broad and more comprehensive look at our mindsets. So how do you work with organizations with these mindsets? Like, do you do like seminars or do a team, team building type of? Yeah, I kind of, I would say I have two typical approaches. One is a, a broader workshop and series of workshops to work with leaders. Because what we do is when we start talking about mindsets, Mm-hmm. And they, we start helping them understand these different mindsets. We're, we're doing something really powerful for them. And that is we're improving their ability to look at what they typically look through. So their mindsets are what they typically look through. And they think that what, I, what I'm looking through is usually the best. But if we can help them step outside of themselves and look at what they typically look through, what we're doing is we're deepening their self-awareness, we're, we're improving their mindfulness, and we're improving their emotional intelligence. And, uh-huh. and as we improve these things, what we're then doing as well is we're enhancing their ability to be agile, to navigate challenging and complex situations, and we're improving their readiness. And so, so we could do this uh, kind of on, on a broader, on a workshop basis. But then also another thing that I do is I work with teams in particular. So I don't know about you, but for me, I could think back at different teams I've worked on where there just seems to be an incredible amount of resistance. It's like we're taking one step forward yeah. <laughs> and two steps back. Mm-hmm. And when we've got that resistance, I, I developed an exercise. I call it a leadership team mindset cleanse. That I walk them through you a series of first. Yeah. So I walk them through a series of questions and we allow them to uncover the blocks that are creating this resistance. And everybody's on that team is going to have a different block. And when they start to understand each other's blocks and the mindsets that reside beneath those, then they could overcome the resistance. But if they can't uncover those blocks, they're always going to be stuck. And so uh, that that would be the second way that I work with organizations. So so it's, it's mindset, but it's overall design of how you actually bring it out. You know, it's not like, hey, mindset, mindset, mindset. You kind of go to the core, try to figure out the entire design of that team to figure out what they need help with. For sure. And, and uh, another important part of that is we got to identify what outcome we want to create, right? Well, so do we want to improve? Uh, our leadership effectiveness? Do we want to improve our emotional intelligence? Are we focused on organizational culture? Are we focused on agility? And because mindset is foundational to everything we do, is we identify the outcome and then we say, how do we employ mindsets to get us there? And what mindsets will get us there? Um, and, And if we could focus on that outcome and use mindsets as the vehicle, then I, I think we're going to be the most effective or we're going to get to that destination as quickly as we can. So you, so you get them to that mindset and then, then you arm them with that, that mindset to go further. Yeah. Yeah. Because what ends up happening is, is I think most of us is we've got one foot on the gas. That's our goals. These are our dreams that we have. Yeah. But we've also likely got, if we're not feeling much progress, we've got one foot on the brake. And that break is mindset related. And if we can uncover why we have that foot on the break and the mindset that resides beneath it, then it empowers us to take off the break. Well, if we take off the break and we still got our foot on the gas, what happens? Well, we start to finally make progress. Yeah. 
Very good. And so, so you know, before I let you go, I just wanted to kind of get your view on the corona overall, you know, with the mindset. I'm not sure if that, that's probably one of the main questions you get asked nowadays. But because of all the, the stress and, and uncertainty, like, do you have any kind of recommendations for people that are listening about mindset and with corona? Yeah, let me maybe ask you a question. So in terms of what you are seeing, and maybe even what you yourself are feeling, but the people that you work with are feeling, what happens when a crisis occurs and there's a whole lot of uncertainty going on? What do you think are, are people's kind of natural reaction? Natural, well, because I, I, from the studies of what I read is, I think you're 90% negative and 10% positive, right? As a human being. So in that case, you know, Right off the bat, you're like you're scared. You're you're you think the worst that the, the world is going to end, and this is it, and and we're done. So it's all negative, I would think mostly. Yeah, and I don't know how it is where you're at, but you know, if we just rewind a couple of months when we when this first started to hit, well, all of the grocery stores here sold out of toilet paper, right? <laughs> I remember that. Right? Yeah. So so we're we're selling out of toilet paper. But, but why is that becomes an interesting question. Well, we're selling out a toilet paper because it is a form of self-protection. People are in self-protection mode. And so they're trying to hoard the things survival. that they're afraid that they are going to lose out on in the future. Like survival. Yeah. So we, when a crisis happens, I, I love that term, we move into survival mode or maybe the way that I'll phrase it is self-protection mode. Self-protection. Well, self when we get in self-protection mode, actually what we're doing is we're taking on the negative mindsets because we're focused on us and our success and we're losing sight of the impact that we can have on the world around us. Yes. And, and so anytime we go through a crisis our inclination is to be like a turtle and pull our head into the shell. But if we want to advance, we don't advance with our head and our limbs in our shell. We advance with keeping our head and our limbs out. And we've, we've got to move those. And, and that takes, in, in a crisis, that takes being very intentional uh, mm -hmm. about our mindsets. And so... I know our inclination at this time is to really pull in. And if we're an entrepreneur, maybe especially because it's really risky. Mm -hmm. We want to pull in, but we got we to gotta keep our neck out and say, what are the opportunities here? Yes. What are ways that I could better connect with my customer base to mm -hmm. create stronger relationships? How do I better add value to their life at this time? Because if we can add value in a time of crisis, we've got... We've got customers for life. And so, so rather than trying to self-protect, it, it may be that we have to double down. And that's really scary, but it's those that can do that or we're going to walk out of this in a much better shape than, than where they were even before. So how are they connecting with their current client base to kind of, is this is the time to really engage with them? Uh, yeah, I think so. Because if... Other people in self-protection mode, and you can help them feel more secure, secure and yes. add value there, then, then you've got a fan for life. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Well said. 
Um, it's amazing, you know, having you on the show and finding all this information about mindset and, and these details. If anybody wants to get in touch with you, is there any specific form or is, is your website, like I'll have it in the description, but is the best way to website or any other form that you're... Yeah, the, the website's the, the primary place, so you can get my free mindset assessment there. Also, if you go there and you go towards my book page... I have some promotional giveaways with the book. So if you buy the print or the paperback copy, then I'll give you the audio book for free. So there's a bunch of oh, those promotional cool. giveaways as well. And if anybody wants to connect on LinkedIn as well, that's probably the place I'm most active. I'd be happy to connect with you there. I connected as well, right? On LinkedIn, I think we connected already. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, I did. I believe so when we first uh, when we first uh, set up the meeting. I believe I'll double check, but I'll if not, I'll connect. Yeah, no, great. It was it was great having you, Ryan. Um, you know, best of luck and uh, keep in touch. And uh, that's it. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Great. Uh, wish you really the best with your podcast. I appreciate Thank your willingness you. to stick your neck out there at a time like oh, this. Yeah. Like, I think that's yeah. what you're doing. Uh, yes, and I think exactly. you'll see well, some huge benefits from it. Yeah, that's what we're trying to do. Trying to add value, like you said. Like, you're trying to add this time. We, as long as if we can all add as much value as possible, that's what really counts right now. You know what I mean? To kind of give back. So, and, and it's, it's, it's the best time to connect with people as well, being at home. So hopefully we can help more and more people. Yeah. Love it. All Keep right. up the great work. All right. All right. Thank you, Ryan. Take care. Thank okay. you. All right. Bye.